so many times I was hearing like, I, I think that if somebody heard my story, they would feel a little bit more supported. I think if I had heard this story six months ago, it would have changed everything for me. We're expanding the audience. We're trying to figure out how we can best get your voice out there and how we can share stories that will help you. Um, I do a morning journaling routine where I write down uh, the five things that I'm grateful for that day and my 10 dreams that I have that I'm working towards. And number four every day um, is Passages Project is the go-to brand for young professionals. Welcome to season two of the Passages podcast and our first episode with our new rebrand. In case you haven't noticed, we have rebranded, we are refreshed a little bit, and our new mission and our entire brand is now called The Passages Project. We have so many other platforms besides this podcast that we've prepared for you to browse, and I'm so excited for you to check it out. You can check out our new Instagram, our refreshed Instagram, the, at The Passages Project, and thepassagesproject.com, which is our new website for you to contribute your passages and engage with stories, education, empowerment, and so much more to come from our brand. Um, one podcast once a week was not enough, and so our team has worked really hard these past months to prepare all of these platforms for you. Because of this new rebrand, we thought that it would be really fun to launch our next season of Passages with an in-depth story of how all of this came to be. So today's episode is a conversation between myself and Ellie. Ellie Peterson, she is our Chief Operating Officer of the Passages Project, hashtag startup. <laughs> Ellie is a fellow Georgia Tech grad, but fun fact, we've never met in person. <laughs> we only met through Instagram and mutual friends, and Ellie came on to join me back when I was only launching the podcast, and she was kind of the first person that I said, hey, can we make this bigger? Um, and she joined the team. So. You're going to hear the entire story, but all you got to know about Ellie and about this conversation. So Ellie studied industrial engineering at Georgia Tech. She is that analytical, let's take all of the big and crazy ideas that I throw at the wall and actually execute them, <laughs> actually do the research we need to make things happen. Very organized, our project management whiz. She currently works as a customer concierge for a company called Delighted out in Salt Lake City, Utah. She is an interior design fanatic, and if you are not following all of her side hustles and interior design tips over on Instagram, you gotta get on that. She's super passionate about it. Today, Ellie and I sit down and we chat through the creation and launch of our new platform, The Passages Project. We unpack how it all began, how we grew our team and collaboratively teased out all of our different ideas and worked together to build this. 
we talk about you all, <laughs> who this is for. Why are we doing this? How did we grow the brand? How did we get your feedback, market research, um, and everything that culminated in our goal to give you a voice in the narrative for young professional empowerment. Um, we talk about the Your Passages program and the opportunities that you have to get involved with our brand. We also talk about the reality of maneuvering, having really high expectations and aspirations for your big ideas, but starting small, starting with what you have, where you are anyways. Um, it's really interesting to talk through this with Ellie um, because obviously we work together on this, but to hear her perspective matched with my perspective, I think that it was just a really fun conversation and it's going to give you a little bit more behind the scenes than we typically show of our brand and our podcast. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Ellie. I hope you love, if you're tuning in and following along with our new launch of the Passages Project, we would love to know, screenshot that you're listening and tag us on your Instagram story so that we can see. Um, we're so excited about this launch and we hope that you are too. I remember the first Passages episode that I listened to and I was like, this Chloe person, I'm, I'm about it. I'm really like, I really like what she's doing. So, um, I'm Ellie. I, um, went to school at Georgia Tech. I studied industrial engineering and technical communication. And it's, it's funny because I chose industrial engineering because in the, um, like info session that we had for our majors before school started, they were like, who hates waiting in lines? Who hates going to the grocery store and they're out of your favorite cereal? Who hates inefficiency and inconsistency? And I was like, me. And they were like, welcome to the major where you will learn how to get rid of that in the world. I was like, I'm obsessed with this major. This is what I'm going to study. Um, and then I it was just a very funny switch because originally I wanted to study English and wait, no way. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I was like, I'm going to study English. Um, I am, you know, going to like edit books for a living. And then I essentially got a degree in math and Excel. The opposite. <laughs> um, and after a little while, I was like, okay, I want a little bit more communication in my life. I've always been very into writing and reading. And, um, you know, when it was, I was in high school and they were like, you know, pick your major based on what subject you love. I'm like, I just love school. Like I'm, a, I, I'm obsessed with school. I'm sorry that I'm such a nerd, but I can't help it. Um, and so I was like, okay, what major could I, what major could I do that would allow me to, um, that wouldn't close any doors for me. And the more that I realized I really did want to get back into some sort of English or communication, I actually added on a minor in technical communication. Um, and upon graduation found out that I'm the only person at Georgia Tech who has ever gotten that minor. You're kidding. What? The only person who had ever minored in technical communication. No one else wanted to, I guess. I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah, no one else wanted to, so that's fine. I loved it. Um, I was, Wait, were you I was the only one in your classes, or was it like just a variety so of classes? I took I took LMC or Literature, Media, and Communication. That's what Georgia Tech calls it. So I took those classes, um, but I would always be in those classes, and we would go around on day one, and they would say, you know, okay, tell us your major, where you're from, you know, do your intro or whatever. And I was always the only person who wasn't majoring in LMC. 
I was, I was like, I'm majoring in industrial engineering and everyone's like, cool. Why are you here? Right. <laughs> uh, but I've always, I, I love taking like technical concepts and explaining them in a way that makes sense for people who aren't technical. And so it actually ended up working really well because that's what I do in my job now. Um, I work for a tech company and most of my day is spent either written or, you know, interacting with customers um, on the phone or via email or like writing documentation to explain super technical concepts to people who like, they're just, I just need this software to, to be able to get feedback from my customers. Um, and so that's, it's actually worked out really well that my, my major ended up being helpful in a way that I didn't expect. Wow. Oh my gosh. All right. What's up? I'm Chloe, host of Passages. Um, so I studied, graduated from Georgia Tech as well. Um, hence the common thread to like all of our guests and team of, of Georgia Tech folks. But um, when I was going through college, I felt this pull to sit at the intersection of a literal gazillion of different ideas. Like I, there were so many things I, I was interested in. Um, and at the same time, all the things I was interested in were really specific. And so I was trying to like bridge this really specific but broad gap, which is just really interesting. So um, before going to Georgia Tech, I thought I wanted to be a physical therapist because I was obsessed with learning how to live a well-balanced and whole life. And a physical therapist sounded like it would be important enough and teach me the things I needed to like help people basically like who are hurting learn how to live a better life turns out I hated anatomy lab I literally could not I, I was so <laughs> excited for it like I got the anatomy textbook and I flipped through it like through the summer just so excited to start class and just came to quickly understand that like lab <laughs> is not for me um started at Georgia Tech thought I was a math person turns out like math was my worst subject at Georgia Tech just like everything I thought I knew about my what I wanted completely flipped but what what I started to kind of hone in on was what are the like unique interests of mine? Like what are the really specific things that like light me up that nobody really told me I needed to be interested in? And that was digital media for me. So like websites, social media, photography, marketing, like I used digital media as this really abstract term that encompassed literally everything I was interested in. Um, entertainment, film, books, like just so much. And I just, I knew that like digital is the future. And I was like, this, this will be helpful for me to learn these things. And what that translated to at Georgia Tech was this major computational media, um, which I always explain as an interdisciplinary degree that bridges curriculum from computer science and literature media communications. So you and I might've been in like the same classes at some point. But oh yeah. <laughs> I was, it was really interesting because I was learning how to code in one classroom. I was learning psychology, information design, um, how to critique media, the history of social media in other classes. Um, but I knew deep down that what I really, really loved was marketing, communications, and brand strategy. But I didn't want to study business like right away. I was like, if I want to be in the tech industry, if I want to understand how to like talk the talk, um, I'm going to focus on tech. I'm going to prove myself that I can do this, even though I'm not actually going to go be an engineer after this. Um, but I'm going to pepper in my schedule with like those fun classes that really made me come alive. And that was marketing. So I did a marketing certificate. Um, 
And you guys, I faced a lot of criticism on my career path. I'm not going to lie. Like now starting passages and like being really like, this is why I get so hype about the young professional experience because so many recruiters, I would show up to career fairs and they'd be like, we don't have a place for you here. Like I would describe myself as creative or I would describe, I would say that I have all these side hustles and they were like, we don't care what projects have you done in your competing classes. And I'm like, well, that's not me. That's, that's just the assignment setting to do. Like, that's not me. Um, so the job that I ended up pursuing, um, which is like in a bunch of other episodes, but I ended up working for a tech company in San Francisco um, in a rotational program, and I've dabbled around in marketing, and now I'm in the PR communications team. And the fact that I can say, like, I work in communications for a tech company in San Francisco is like the dream that 18-year-old Chloe was just like hoping would happen. So um, that's how I, <laughs> that's my Georgia Tech <laughs> career story um, in a nutshell. But passages came to be because I went home <laughs> for quarantine. And I actually saw this really impactful LinkedIn post um, that popped up on my feed. And it was somebody, you know, friend of friend, third connection or whatever that popped up on my feed. And it was this guy that was basically- Meanwhile, like, <laughs> meanwhile I just have to say, only you would be like, I saw a really impactful LinkedIn post. <laughs> I just, if that is not the most Chloe thing I have ever heard. I, I, I like I check LinkedIn on like a, like on a Friday night, like instead of like scrolling TikTok, like I'm, <laughs> asleep, I'm checking LinkedIn. <laughs> and you called me a nerd. Anyways, I'm on LinkedIn and I see this post from this guy and he's like, hey, so I've heard a lot of interns, young professionals, people early in their career have lost their internships or lost their jobs due to COVID. Something that I did not know before I saw this post. Um, he's like, that's really devastating to me. I don't know how I can help, but I'm here. You know, I have, I have an, I have a network. I have skills. I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to talk it through with you like a friend. Um, let me know how I can help. And I was deeply moved by that. I was like this, I, I feel the exact same way. Like I, a, I love to talk to people about this stuff. Like anytime somebody wants to connect with me in that kind of capacity, I will never say no. Like I love to talk career. I love to talk ambitions. I love to like work on resumes, yeah. help people like get the job. Like I just live for that. And I was like, oh, I feel the exact same way. So I quite literally copied, pasted, reposted on my LinkedIn, gave him credit. And I actually got a few responses, nothing groundbreaking, but a few friends of mine who were back in my sorority at Georgia Tech. And they were like, hey, like I've, I've looked up to you like through Georgia Tech. I, I look up to your career. I don't know why, but I, I saw your post. I feel compelled to reach out. Um, I'm really struggling. I had so many great plans for my life and they've all just, I feel like they've been ripped away. I don't know what my next move should be, et cetera. And I came alive. I was like, I have so much to share with you. Here is all my advice. Also, here's like seven people I can connect you with who would have the same advice. I mean, it was like, I woke up to this problem, to these people. And I was like, that is my past self. If that had happened to me, I don't know what I would have done. Like, all I want to do is help these people. And so that kind of started. And it happened one too many times where I was like, I got to do something. Like, I got to build something. I got to, whether it's I, I'm going to host friends on my LinkedIn, on my Instagram live. Um, do I need to write a blog post? Like, just the wheel started turning. Like, this is happening to a lot of people. 
I, and I feel really compelled to help these people. And I don't know what that looks like. And yeah. so what it turned into was a podcast. I was like, a blog is too quiet. Instagram live is too short. Um, let me do a podcast. And that's a whole long story. So we'll just fast forward, started the podcast um, <laughs> as a side hustle, moved back into San Francisco. And I always knew that I wanted the podcast to be a larger brand, but I didn't want to let that overwhelm me when I was starting. And so once I got back to San Francisco, I was like, it's time for me to expand beyond myself. How can I look to expand this brand, expand this team, even work with just like one friend to help me build this together? So on a whim, I post on LinkedIn again, full circle. And I'm like, um, I'm hiring. Like, I don't really have anything to back this up other than this post, but um, I'm hiring. I'm looking for anybody that is curious, that is creative, that is interested in media or helping me build this little thing. Um, can't really pay you that much, but um, <laughs> here's my tea. Like, it's just me <laughs> looking for a friend to help. Um, and that is where Ellie intersected the picture. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, it, from hearing our stories, it's funny because you would think that we knew each other before all of this, but we didn't. Quite literally um, did not. Yeah. I met Chloe. Like we've, we've never met in person actually. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I met Chloe via someone shared uh, an episode of the podcast, or I think it was like you had announced that you were going to, to post some episodes and someone that I followed on Instagram shared that. And I was like, that's interesting. I'm super into personal and professional development. Um, let me check it out. This is the person that went to the same college as me. Um, I started following you on Instagram and was like, okay, I kind of love this person. Um, and that's the, that's the power of social media though. I, I always get some, like, I always get flack from my family. Cause they're like, why, why are you so obsessed with social media? And I'm, I just so strongly believe that social media can be such a powerful force for good. It is a place to find connection, community, resources, inspiration. I so strongly believe in the power of social media. And I think our friendship is an example of that because I just basically started interacting with your posts. I was like, I want to be friends with this person. So I'm just going to start acting like we're friends and maybe it'll work. Um, <laughs> and then when you posted, <laughs> you posted, I didn't see your post on LinkedIn. I saw your post on Instagram and it made me open LinkedIn for the, but the once a month that I get on LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, I just, I so vividly remember that you said, you know, I'm hiring. And my initial response was like, I want in. 100% I want in. I don't know what I I don't know what I would contribute. I know what I'm good at. I know, I know where my strengths lie. I don't know if that's what's necessary, but I, I want to be a part of this 100%. I need to figure out a way to be a part of this because I will, I will be kicking myself forever if two months down the line, other people are a part of this and I just was too afraid to reach out. And as soon as I thought that, my second thought was, you know, what gives me the right? Like, why, why am I, why am I qualified for this? And my third thought after that was, uh, hello, have you not been paying attention? Chloe says, like, you don't need, you don't need anybody to tell you like, this is, if you need a permission slip, here it is. And that, I think that's basically what my LinkedIn message to you was, was like, Hey, I initially was like, I really want to do this. My second thought was, should I? And my third thought was might as well shoot your shot. Like I, I know that I can provide value. So tell me if 
the value that I can provide would be helpful to you. And that was the beginning of something beautiful. <laughs> Emotional. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, and that was, I posted on LinkedIn again. Sorry, this is like a thread, but I posted after. This like, not an ad. <laughs> I, so I obviously was like, yes, like let's hop on the phone. Um, I talked to probably like maybe 10 people. I mean, a, a decent amount of people like reached out, connected with me ended up totally expanding the vision. That's why we have like a legit team now because like so many people reached out that I was like, you, yeah, like you're in, like, I don't even know what work I have for you, but like, I want you as a part of it. And you were one of those yeah. people. And I remember I posted after the whole process of hiring people and I was like, okay, I have now been on the other side of hiring. I've been on like campus recruiting for like an organization before, like whatever, but yeah. I've never actually been like, in the position to hire or to like think about how does this person, how's this person going to add to my organization or add to my idea. And my number one takeaway was like passion trumped everything. Like it did not matter if you had the legit skill sets that I was looking for. If you were hyper passionate about what we were doing, if you were inspired by this group, this idea, if you had ideas, if you came to me and said, I don't know what you need, but here are my strengths. You tell me if this fits. It like boggled my mind. There was no reason for me to say no. I was like this, I, where have you been all my life? Like, <laughs> it was absolutely everything. I don't know if that translates to corporate America, but it was really, really helpful, at least in like a startup kind of stage. Um, so thank you for reaching out. <laughs> so let's move on to, yeah, what is the Passages Project? What are we doing? Welcome. <laughs> we have rebranded. <laughs> um, the Passages Project has a similar but extended mission, similar but rebranded brand. Um, our team has worked really, really hard to put out different pieces of the puzzle. We've architected a new website. Um, we've re refreshed the pod a little bit. So Ali, I'll let you take the wheel here. How would you explain what the Passages Project is? What is our mission? What is our vision? Why are we here? Yeah, I love it. So I think, I mean, to, to kind of just give a, a thousand feet view, um, the Passages Project is a media project um, composed of stories, education, and empowerment for young professionals. Um, those, all of those pieces come together in a podcast, they come together in the website, they come together in social media, in resources um, that are all focused on infusing the voice of rising and recent college grads, young professionals into the narrative of owning yourself and your career and figuring out what your place in the world is. And I think the most empowering part of it and the most exciting part of it for me is the fact that so much of career development and personal development doesn't seem like it applies to people our age, to young 20-somethings, to people still in college. It feels very singularly focused. So, you know, career advice is, it, it ignores the fact that you have a life and personal development often feels like it doesn't apply if you work a normal nine to five and the passages project is dedicated to giving a voice and advice and empowerment for people who are just trying to live at the intersection of all of that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And the word passages 
is so intentional to kind of drive this forward. I mean, I, I obviously named the podcast this, but but we needed to keep it around. Passages is an embodiment of <laughs> there's two different definitions and, and they intersect. That one is it's this space that you have to walk through to get from point A to point B. And and I translate that for the passages project as this this season of your life that is fully in transition. I mean, you have one identity and then you have another, and you're in this middle space where you have to be walking from A to B. You don't necessarily even know where B is, <laughs> but you have to walk through this. I yeah. Mean, in hindsight, like every professional can share with you all of their advice they have for their twenties, but you're living it. And there's two, there's no voice out there or media platform that's really talking about this season from the perspective of people who are in it. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want all my career advice to be from, I admire empowered women in the workplace. Do not get me wrong. I am all for having a mentor or a coach or somebody beyond my years to reflect and share with me advice. That's not always helpful for me. And it doesn't make necessarily make me feel heard, known, supported, or like I have community. And I think that there's, there can be this intersection of where you're walking in life with where you're walking in your career. And it's very unique to the young professional experience. So that's one passages is like this bridge, this idea, this, yeah. the other is the best parts of stories, the quotes, the excerpts, the little pieces that you just have to share the quotes that you got to repost on your Insta story. It's like the really, really good stuff out of these stories. And so what we're trying to do the way that that translates is we're trying to make everything so actionable, so impactful. We will not share cheesy quotes. We're only going to share those quotes that make you wake up, <laughs> the quotes yep. that give you chills, the stories where you're like, oh my God, I can feel myself in this. Like, this is me. The, the quotes, the stories that move you and that, and that move you to take action, that move you to feel grateful, like the stories that really matter in your life. So that's kind of the, the, the meaning behind passages. And I think calling it a project was really exciting for me because it relieves responsibility on our hands because this is all a side hustle. Let that be known. We both yeah. have full-time jobs. Like we're working with students, like full-time students. I mean, this is, this yep. is like intensely like a side hustle and we have long-term goals, but at the same time, like we just want this to be creative. We want this to be fluid. We want this to be artistic and beautiful and like collaborative. We want you guys to help us inform like the future of it. We want you to contribute to it. Um, so it's not a business. We're not, I mean, you know, whatever, like a business brand, like you could define it like that, but <laughs> yeah. I like to think of it as a project um, versus like us trying to sell you something. Like we're all in this together and this is our interpretation of this part of our lives to share with you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think so much of that comes down to how we went about this relaunch. And it all started with listening to our listeners and listening to our community. Mm -hmm. And I remember, so we, we created a survey just to ask people in our community, you know, what, what have you seen missing from these spaces? What do you like to learn about? What are you walking through that you would like to talk to other people about? Um, and I was just so blown away by the generosity of our community in 
giving their opinions and telling us what they want to hear and helping to shape this brand. Like 100% this project and, and this relaunch and everything that we're doing was shaped by you. And I think that's so cool. And it's a fantastic lesson for anyone starting a business or starting a side hustle is like, listen, like give a microphone to your community because they will blow you away. They will blow you away with how generous they are in explaining, you know, this is what we want. This is where you can add value for us. And I think it's empowering on the other side too, as a listener, like we want to know what you want from us. We are listening and we are paying attention and, um, you know, as we continue to move this project forward, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that was such a game changer, game changer too. I talked to a lot of entrepreneurs just through like my experience, like being in this space, working for different startups, like helping other entrepreneurs build what they're building. And the number one thing that they miss is thinking about who's on the other side of the screen. Like so many entrepreneurs, creatives and side hustlers, like, they're doing the side hustle for some sort of agenda beyond solving a problem, helping a person, like starting a movement, working on something that's actually going to like add value to the world. They just want to call themselves an entrepreneur. And that gets to me so much. And I was like, I kept everything I was doing with passages, everything that I was doing, like before the team, after the team. Now it's like, we're going to try this. If zero people respond, that is a lesson. Like that is a message loud yeah. and clear. Like if we got zero responses, we were like, this isn't interesting. This isn't needed. You guys, we got 85 long form <laughs> responses to like 17 questions. People literally told us their life stories. They like trusted us with honestly really vulnerable goals and challenges that they feel. They shared so much about the media that they consume what, where they, where, where they want to go, what, what they're inspired by now. Like who are our, I don't yeah. call them competitors because I really just want to partner with everybody ever who's like solving this problem, but exactly, exactly. You know, like other brands that, that you look to or, or podcasts that you listen to. Like we want to know that stuff because like, if there's not a space for us, like if you don't need us, like we, we got it. Like no we'll figure something else out, you know, like move on. But that wasn't the case. It was actually like, oh, this is really refreshing. Like I, I'm excited to see you guys build. Like you have my support, you know, whatever you start with, like it's going to be fine. You got this, like just start working on it. And we were like, okay. And, and that, I, yeah. like you said, like, I think that is such a lesson for businesses and brands. Like, and people looked at me too since starting passages, I've, I've been on a few different interviews and they ask like, how did you get this research? Like, how did you get so many responses? And I was like, I was honest about why we were taking the responses. Like, yeah. I was like, we, I have so many ideas. Yeah. I want to build something for you. We are here for you. Help us help you. That was our message. And it worked, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I know. I sound like a broken record sometimes, but like, I feel like I just always come back like, how are we adding value? Cause I could write about like I have passionate about so many things. I'm passionate about a Q theory. I can write about people standing in lines all day. No one, no one gives a shit. No one wants to read about that. So you have to listen because I promise if you feel like, if you feel called to share with the world, I promise that you'll be able to figure out something to share. It's, it's taking that step back. Like you're going to create quality content you could create quality content. If you, like, you're a talented person, you could create quality content. It's taking that chance to step back and be like, okay, what, 
what will add value to people? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the step that I think is so important in this process and in, you know, in building a community that is, is giving us just as much as I think we're giving them. Yeah. Yes. And we've learned so much about like things that I wouldn't have expected um, as I started like hiring the team and we started thinking about like, okay, what's our next move? How do we expand beyond the podcast? My initial idea was starting this, I call, I was calling it place and passage and it was this network of digital platforms. So like my dream was to basically become like a studio, a network, a publisher, kind of like a Condé Nast that has like seven different arms or seven different digital magazines. And, um, as I brought on the team, they were like, Chloe, place and passage doesn't make any sense. Like, what's the difference between that and passage? And I was like, okay, yeah, like, like, I hear you. Um, so we had to kind of start there, but, um, a huge component of our mission and our vision is including all of you in the narrative and including a space for you to share your stories. And that was something I had always wanted to do, but couldn't articulate for myself why. And it was because as I started talking with people, both people on the team, people I interviewed, other people in our community, so many times I was hearing like, I, I think that if somebody heard my story, they would feel a little bit more supported. I think if I had heard this story six months ago, it would have changed everything for me. Um, hey, like I have an unconventional career path. I feel like that could be interesting to people. Like, is there an opportunity for me to share that with you? I mean, you guys, like I have, we have a running wish list of podcast guests that extends like 80 names beyond. I mean, that's year, that's so, yeah. so many podcast episodes. There is not <laughs> enough time in the week to share like that many podcast episodes. And so we really started thinking, what could this program look like? Like, I don't have a, a space for you to tell your story right now, apart from the podcast. So what else can we do? So that's something that we're really excited to share as well is we have a program now called your passages and we, every month we're going to revamp the, the prompts that we're going to be sharing with you guys. But the idea is that you have a chance to tell your story. You have a chance to tell your passage, um, short, sweet, long, do a lightning round. We have so many options for you to tell your story, but um, the intention there is just knowing that stories can heal and knowing that telling your story can heal you. Hearing somebody else's story can heal them. It's, there's so much about stories that are so powerful, especially in this space. And we wanted to give you guys a chance to, to share yours. So that's another kind of aspect of our, our mission and vision. So exciting. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's talk about who the Passages Project is for and who are people who is our ideal audience. I think that this is really, this is not something that a lot of brands really um, transparently share. And besides like marketing jargon, and we want to like be real about what we're trying to do and who we're trying to do it for. Yeah. So I think a lot of this comes from, again, that research of figuring out like, what, who, who's currently listening and who are they and how can we add value to them? Kind of what that came down to. And it was so funny because as we started articulating like the different stages of life and, and the different problems that our audience might be dealing with and how we can help with those, we all saw ourselves in those, you know, interpretations of our audience. And for me, I think the, some of the things that we touched on was, you know, people who are, who have always been high achievers who, you know, in 
kind of like where I, I said earlier, like in high school, I loved all of my classes. I just liked school. And I just knew that like, if you put me in a situation, even if I, even if I'm not super passionate about it, I am passionate about delivering and about, um, you know, about being a high achiever essentially. And what's difficult is once you graduate from college or once you start getting ready to graduate from college, okay, now it's time to actually be your own person. You're not going to define yourself by where you go to school or what your major is. It's time to define yourself on, on who you are. And if you have only defined yourself by your report card and, you know, your resume up to that point, it's terrifying to sit down and say, who, who am I? And so that's one of the things that, you know, one of the things that I just want to give voice to. And I think we just want to, we just want to validate and say, you know, that's, that's a very real thing. And that's, that's part of us too. Um, and so that's one of the, one of the views that definitely, um, we're, we're trying to address. Um, another, if you kind of have a side hustle spirit, um, Chloe and I definitely, as you can tell, um, that we connected on that bridge. Sure. yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if, if you, um, have always dreamed of owning your own company or being your own boss, but right now that's, it's just not the time for that right now. Like you just graduated from college, you, um, you know, you're working in nine to five and you want to figure out how do I merge the fact that I am multi-passionate, that I, I, I know for a fact that I'm never going to be satisfied just with like, no matter how much I love my job, I'm never going to be satisfied with just doing my job. How do I merge that with my life? And, and where, where do I fit in the idea of an entrepreneur? If I am really comfortable with my job and I love my job, but I still have this part of me that won't be satisfied um, without, without building something. Um, and so that's another, another kind of view that we take and, and that, that we want to address and then I think, you know, the next category is, again, another one that I really identify with. So um, again, I mean, the reason that I wanted to join on with Chloe is because I got so much value out of the podcast. So clearly I'm seeing myself reflected in this because I am still learning from every single, every single interaction that I have with Chloe and with, with the, pro, with the, the project itself. Um, but the third one is, you know, you have all these ideas, you have all these dreams, but actually turning them into action is difficult. Um, and, and the idea of like, okay, when do I start? Like I have all of these notebooks full of goals and full of things that I want to do. And then I look back at the end of the year and I didn't do them. And time is passing by. And as soon as you graduate from college, it's kind of, it's kind of wild how quickly time passes and how quickly life just starts going. And you have to be so intentional about how you're spending your time. And you deserve to, to chase your dreams and to go after your goals. And it can be really scary to sit down and be like, okay, I'm starting. And that's something that I am really passionate about and that we're really passionate about helping and encouraging. It's just like, go for it. What's so interesting is like, so A, remember that research we talked about? We quite literally went line by line by line and looked at the actual words people were using to describe themselves. And like, that's it in a nutshell. Like, yeah. That's our community. That's you listening. Um, that's why we exist. Um, and I think what's really exciting is we are industry agnostic. We yeah. are gender agnostic. We are goals agnostic, like whatever you want to say. I mean, you belong here if you are in this space and season in your life. Um, or if, if you find content or you want to share your, a story or read a story that really resonates with you, 
in your career, in your early adult life. Um, I think what I personally thought was missing, um, like my soul driving motivator was I don't yet see a community or a platform or content or a brand that exists in the intersection of the entrepreneurial minded, the ambitious corporate professional, and the young, the hungry, the I don't know what I'm doing with my life, adulting. Um, I think that there are incredible entrepreneurial networks out there. I'm a member of so many, <laughs> you know, but, but they don't necessarily resonate with me when I, I'm not an entrepreneur yet. Like it's not that time for me right now. I, I, I love working on my side hustles. I take a lot of pride in saying that <laughs> I still have a career that I'm trying to cultivate. Um, and also I do all these side hustles. So how do you find both? Um, I'm also a young professional woman. There is so much about my life and my dynamic and relationships and health and finances that I don't yet understand. And I'm trying to understand them. Um, but if I look to resources in corporate America to teach me those kinds of things, they're telling me how, how to max out my 401k. And I don't understand what a 401k even is. You know, it's that kind yeah. of content that I think gets us really excited. <laughs> um, so exactly. we're basically trying to bridge all the things that we've ever loved and mush it into like <laughs> one project. Um, exactly. But I mean, it's taken, it's ta definitely taken time to get here. Like it's taken lots of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks intentionally, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but a lot of like, what if we do this? What if we do this? Can we do this? What if we do this? And I think, um, I don't know about you, Ellie, but like, I really struggled with, I think that, that it, it was paralyzing to take action on things, knowing that we have such high aspirations for this mission, for this community, but we have to start small. It's a really interesting paradox. Like I heard, I saw a quote the other day or like was listening to some, somebody tell you that, like tell this on like a podcast, but it's interesting when you're an entrepreneur or when you're trying to build a creative project, the only thing that's going to match your ambitions with your skill set is to keep working. But so many yeah. quit in the beginning because your skills don't yet match your ambition. I thought that was really, really interesting and really applies here. Like, we don't actually know what we're doing. We don't actually know <laughs> what the best decisions are. Like, I don't yeah. know if you'll even like our brand, if it even like resonates. Like, we tried to do all the work we needed to, to get to where we are. Um, but the only thing that's going to match our ambitious vision for this community, for being the brand that we want to be is to continue the work and to continue learning and to continue. And so if you're thinking about starting something, by gosh, set those huge goals for yourself and then get to work because there is a lot of time that needs to pass before your skills and what actually, what you actually execute is going to yeah that vision. Exactly. Um, I love that. And I think it comes down to, um, you know, uh, I was actually just having a conversation with some people at work and um, one of my coworkers said, um, you're, there's going to be a thousand people in line waiting to tell you no. Mm. Do, do not be the 1000 first person. Do not say no to yourself before you even have a chance to start. Wow. Um, 
I know I, I can't even take credit for it. Abiha, shout out to you. <laughs> uh, I cannot take credit for it. Um, but I just, I love that so much because it, it exactly is that like, if you have, if you're talented and you have a good eye and then you create something, I'm like, I have looked at wonderful art and I'm like, I can make art. And then I put pencil to paper and I'm like, that is not art, <laughs> you know? And it's, that's, that's kind of what it feels like when you're building something like this, because you're like, I see these brands that I look up to and I know what they're doing. And I'm just not at the point yet where I am like, it's just not at the level that I want it to be at yet based on how, how big my dreams are. But you're exactly right. There's, there's no way to get to that point other than this giving it time and putting in the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in terms of putting in the work, <laughs> let's talk to yes. you. I, I, I like want to give shout outs to the freaking bosses behind the scenes who came on, who said yes, who joined me in this, even when I had like nothing to show for it, apart from like a PowerPoint of really ambitious ideas. <laughs> they were like, I don't know how to make that happen, but let's do it. <laughs> um, so let's go. <laughs> Ellie, do you want to give an overview of, of our team and kind of the dynamic and, and who's on the team and, and what, what we've done to kind of get here? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, what we've done is a starting with you bringing the team together. So thank you for that. Um, one of the most fun things about this team for me, because I, I work in tech and so my team is very male and it's so, it's just fun to have like an all female team. I'm super proud of, of that and the, the women that we get to work with. Um, so the exec team is you, uh, myself, and Alexandria. And um, Alexandria came on as our chief diversity and inclusion officer, um, which I absolutely love. And um, she has, it's, it's so, it's just awesome to, to pull in voices that I had never met before. Like I had never met our team um, before we all came together and Alexandria has been amazing to work with. And then we have two summer interns, uh, Mary Wynn and Andrea, and they have been fantastic. And um, then we also have a team of people who are helping with the website, with the design work. Um, so shout out to Grayson and Beatrice. Um, they are simply fantastic. And I love working with this team. And it's, it's really cool to see how everyone is dedicating their skill sets in, in their free time. You know, you know, you and I are working full time. Um, the rest of the team is either working or um, in school full time. And so we're just a bunch of side hustlers making it happen. And like you said, like, I, we don't, I don't necessarily know what I'm doing. I don't like <laughs> Google is my best friend. Um, but uh, I think the, the biggest thing that unites all of us is a desire to help our community to, to, you know, bring it back to add value. And when we keep that in mind, it's all the, all the motivation we need to figure it out. Oh my gosh. I am obsessed with our team. Like anytime <laughs> we have a meeting, I like show up. I'm like a high, just being like, I miss all the faces. <laughs> I, love, I love working with these people. I think kind of an underlying thread or like heartbeat to our team is this aspect of like creativity, supporting yeah. one another in our ideas, freedom and open space to share whatever is on our minds. Like I've all, I've said that from the beginning, like I want everybody to collaborate so much. Like, I think it's really important to own your projects and to own what you're doing. So like everybody has a role, like everybody has something that they are 
they are moving the needle on and they are responsible for like owning so that when it is an, it, when it is a success, like we know it will be, we can give them the freaking credit that they deserve. Um, and also like, there's been such an element of collaboration and like, I knew, I knew yeah. most of everybody before we all came together as a team, but like now, like knowing everybody, it literally warms my heart, like <laughs> to see like, my friends like collaborating and like, these are just women that I have seen. <laughs> like I was in the same major as Grayson and Beatrice and I've known literally from day one of meeting them. Like these are some of the most talented designers I've ever met. Also we vibe like as friends. Um, yeah. And we've worked on like other side projects together before, but like nothing really came to fruition. And now it's like, okay, we are doing this and you, you are the only person I'm thinking of to like make this happen. Um, so that's, I guess, another like life lesson, like lean into the things that you love to do because you have no idea when an opportunity is going to arise or like white space, like a, a gap where you are the exact person for that. Um, and somebody else in your life already sees that and like knows that they want to invite you in. Um, all, all they need you to do is lean into your most authentic self because that's what truly has like kept our team together. I am just I'm obsessed with me. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. That's such a good point too. And I, I, I love the, the call out to be, be yourself. Um, one of the things, one of the, like the best advice I ever got is like, just when you're approaching every day, think about like, given my unique gifts that I have, I want to focus every single day, every moment, how can I have the biggest impact right now? And the way to do that is to figure out like, what do I add value that's unique to me and how can I give that to other people as much as possible? Mm-hmm. And our team is so incredible at knowing like, where, where are you going to add value? And it's, this is just, it's so fun because the collaboration is incredible. Like I haven't had shower thoughts in so long where I like, I like, you know, you like get in the shower and you like get lost in your thoughts. And I'm the type of person that listens to a podcast on like, or an audiobook at 1.5 times speed in the shower. Cause like, I can't waste that time. Um, but I have like, since joining this team have found myself just like kind of like sitting back and, and thinking more and the best feeling is like, I have an idea and I feel comfortable going to the person who owns that project and being like, Hey, do you want to spitball about this? Like, let's, let's talk. Like I have this idea and being able to collaborate in that way, um, is so fun and so exciting. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. Okay. We're wrapping up last question. Last but not least, um, beyond what we have launched today. So today, um, just to kind of summarize, we have relaunched our website, thepassagesproject.com. Go check it out. Um, we have started a contributor program and have published different passages, your passages to that website. So that is like the long form stories. That's like, I'm going to get lost reading. Um, I just want to soak up the stories that others have written. Um, that's what the website is about. You can learn more about our team, about our mission, um, and, and our goals kind of there. Um, the podcast, which you're listening to now, hasn't changed that much. <laughs> passages <laughs> is still passages. Um, but we have we have a little refresh, and our guests are so intentional. Um, not that they weren't before, but now that we are kind of extending our brand, um, we have some just 
kick-ass guests that are coming <laughs> on the podcast. I am like starstruck at the names that we're about to like release to the world. Um, so the podcast is kind of the audio form of the website, if you will. Um, and then follow us on Instagram at the passages project. Um, we rebranded passages pod and the passages project is our community hub. So we're going to be active on there. We're going to be talking with you guys. We're going to be sharing little snippets passages, if you will, <laughs> of the longer form stories. We're playing on words. Um, we want it to be a fun and inspiring space, um, an inspiring brand for you to follow and for you to learn from. Um, those are our brands right now, our platforms right now. Um, Ellie, what are we trying to do? Um, what is our vision? <laughs> um, what are those ambitious goals that we have not hit yet, but we're like working on? Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're growing, we're just, we're expanding the audience. We're trying to figure out how we can best get your voice out there and how we can share stories that will help you. Um, I do a morning journaling routine where I write down uh, the five things that I'm grateful for that day and my 10 dreams that I have that I'm working towards. And number four every day um, is Passages Project is the go-to brand for young professionals period. That's the goal. Chills. <laughs> yeah. You can learn from others, learn more about yourself, advance your life, advance your career, and feel grateful for where you are today. We have so many dreams. I mean, COVID is actually kind of working in our favor because everything is digital. <laughs> like, we yeah. have digital ideas. Um, but for now, those are our platforms. Um, we want to be that space for you. Also, if you want to support us, um, we have some merch. <laughs> yes. Explore our merch on the website. That's kind of where we're starting. Um, so if you- Christmas, have... Christmas is in like two months. Get oh. ready. Buy everyone in your life a mug, a sticker. Passages Project on a mug. <laughs> You know that sounds cute. You know that sounds aesthetic. You know you want it. <laughs> you know you want it. Um, you can find that on our website. Um, and beyond that, continue following us. We have so much in store. This is the launch. It feels like the end of something because we've been like working so hard, but like, this is the beginning. I'm so excited. It's only the beginning. I know. My gosh. Like, try not to get overwhelmed. <laughs> um, okay, let's wrap up with the lightning <laughs> round just for the sake of consistency in our episodes. Woo because these are so fun. Ellie, I'll ask you and then I'll answer. Um, favorite topic to journal about? It's a good question. Gratitude. 100, 100% gratitude. Um, I like every morning, like just short form, five things I'm most grateful for. And then once a month, I pick like one particular person that I like write for a longer amount of time on why I'm grateful for, for them and to have them in my life. And it always leaves me so much happier and so much more positive than it, I was before I started writing. Wow. I would say this doesn't happen often, but there have been a few different like courses I've kind of worked through or advice that I've heard like along the way that has been really transformative to journal about. And it's writing a letter to myself from the future. It's like, hey, Chloe, like hang in there <laughs> or some sort of like some sort of journaling. And uh, what's transformative about it and the reason I want to share it is because your stream of consciousness starts to grow and all of a sudden your pen will start writing things like, hey, you actually did X, Y, Z with your life. And I'm like, oh, wait, I did not realize that I wanted to do that. Or, hey, you actually accomplished this. You really actually overcame this. I'm so proud of you, blah, 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 blah. And 
it's these things that like pop into your head and you're like, Oh my God, like that. I did. I feel so connected to that. And I didn't realize that that's what, that's what I wanted or that's what I struggled with. Um, transformative would recommend. Oh, I love that. I'm you tomorrow morning. It's so good. Okay. So next question, if you could have lunch with one person dead or alive, who would it be? It is so difficult. I know. Okay. Allie Krawcheck. She's the CEO of L and um, every time I get their emails in my inbox, I get so excited. She's I just, I'm obsessed with her. She's so cool. She is so empowering. Her voice is so refreshing. Um, and I would love to pick her brain and just like have lunch with her. Sally, if you're out there, hit me up. <laughs> I think, oh gosh, there's like 17 people. Right now, I would want to... Okay, I'm just going to put it in, in the lens of the podcast. I wouldn't want to host Glennon Doyle on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, I think everyone and their mother could. If you haven't read Untamed, you're behind the times. <laughs> um, best book I think I've ever read, or at right. least most eye-opening book. Fun fact, wow, I didn't even mention this in the story. That's the book that inspired me to actually take action on the podcast. Fun fact. So I'm going to round oh. it out with that. Love it. Get in your car, drive to Barnes and Noble right now, buy Untamed. Cancel your plans. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Okay. Book, resource, or quote that you would leave our listeners with? There's so many books, um, but I'm going to go with a quote for right now. So the quote that I like have held on to for so long is um, the place in which I'll fit will not exist until I make it. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I have like held on to that since high school. Um, it's just so empowering and it's such a great reminder. Like you are in charge of figuring out what you want to do with your life. You don't have to define yourself by the way that anybody defines themselves. You are your own person. You are unique and it's your responsibility to figure out where you fit in the world. Wow. I'm shook. Okay. I need to, (laughs) it's a good one. Okay. I am not going to know how to pronounce this girl's name, but she is a photographer that I follow on Instagram. And I have reposted her quote a gazillion times. I've seen it go viral. I want to think that I'm like a contributor in that, but I don't think that I am. It's a really, really good quote. Her name, I'm going to spell it out on Instagram. It's C-I-B-E-L-L-E-L-E-V-I, like Cbell or something like that. I don't actually know how to pronounce her name. But she has this quote. It's part of an interview that she had, and it is it woke me the F up <laughs> on how to, those. how to chase my dreams. Okay. I'll leave you with a quote that I have taped next to my bed. If you give up today in five or 10 years, reality will find you and introduce you to someone who became who you could have become, but didn't because you lacked the courage to be seen failing over and over until success. So freaking good. I have goosebumps. Like, Okay. Reality will find you and introduce someone who became what you could have become and didn't because you lacked the courage to be seen failing over. I'm like, (laughs) I need to get it tattooed on me. (laughs) It is that transformative to me. I think I can like see it now. Like I think it's really really true. Um, Those dreams that you have, like we'll just end on this little life lesson here, but like those dreams that you have that are tugging at you or that like gut inspiration that you're like, if I don't act on this right now, I might die. Like I am just exploding with inspiration it is your God-given duty to do that thing. Like it is so divine. It is so intentional for you. Um, and if you don't seize it, 
you're only going to keep coming up with other ideas until you actually make something happen. Like if you have those creative ideas inside of you, we need you, we need you to go make them. Um, and we'd like you to join us. <laughs> yes. 100%. You, you life will find a way to keep bringing back specific things to you. And that is 100% for a reason. Well, closing up, <laughs> I already shared most of what you got to know. So this will be short and sweet. Just want to thank you for tuning in. We cannot wait to continue hanging out with you over at the Passages Project on Instagram. Make sure you check out our website. We're so excited for everything to come. We hope you are too. Until next time, friends, I will see you on the other side.